So I heard from my sister's friend's cousin that Kohl's has the lowest prices of the season and had to see for myself. For real, the deals are so good. I got my kids' summer tees for $5.99, a cute swimsuit for myself for $17.99, and a shark vacuum for $199.99, which will be great after Sandy Beach Days. I got Kohl's cash, too, and I got it all in less than an hour with free store pickup. So, yeah, summer, I'm ready for you. Select styles ends May 23rd. Some exclusions apply. See store or Kohl's.com for details. This upcoming podcast is rated M for Mature. We use swearsies and talk about adult stuff. All contents herein are for entertainment purposes only, and all stated opinions, views, and jokes are those of the person making them and should not be taken as any sort of gospel. Listener discretion is advised. Everybody, welcome back to the Utah Outcasts, the politics and religion podcast that always wants to make sure that we have consent. How are y'all doing out there in the big wide world? I'll be your captain for this episode. I go by the name of X, and this is episode number 238. Yeah, I think that's about right. And whether you're a new listener or someone who's been with us for the near four years we've been doing this show, I think I speak for everyone when I say that we're so glad to have you along for the ride. Joining me tonight, we have my co host, Kyle Steenblick, who is Tired is all fucking get out from his yes, weekend. Yes, yes, yes. And I we am. have uh, our special guest host who paid for the privilege of being here. We have Joe Bacon. Welcome, sir. How are you doing? I'm doing fine, Darax. Kyle, why don't you get oh. us started with what you've been doing this weekend That <laughs> with so, all the energy vampires mm, of the world? All the energy vampires. Uh, so there was a, a convention. It's a small little convention here here in Utah. Not to uh, too much, but Goop sells a spray. That. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Good. So it's uh, it's uh, called Wizarding Days. Uh, so it's it's a small, uh, mostly mostly like kid centric uh, convention. So wizards, fantasy, a little bit of sci fi here and there, but it's mostly mostly like fantasy type stuff. But it's it's a fun little convention. Uh, Oh, that's the one where I saw the BBW mermaids. That's right. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. They've 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 got those. <laughs> the Very, I'm not ashamed BBW because BBW mermaids. Well, yep. Okay, so you, you think mermaids <laughs> and you think Ariel, Little Mermaid kind of thing, or you right. think like you know svelte kind of people, and you've got some ladies that are just making that spandex work every ounce of what it can. And I'm not shaming because I love a big woman. I love a big woman. So it's just. Well, then it's there... just I, I've, just... I've gotten to. I've, I've actually, because they, they go to a lot of a lot of these local shows and conventions. I, I've actually gotten to know a few of them. That's super fucking nice. And they're super nice. They're they're wonderful, wonderful people, and they do it. They they raise money for charities. Oh, and they're always willing to pose for pictures with my kids. And oh yeah, so I, I like them quite a bit. So they're... I'm just giving them a little bit of shit. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I I got a. I got a table at this at this convention to try to put try to put my book out there a little bit more. You know, hey, let's yeah. re- recoup some expenses. So, and as far and... as the state of Utah knows, <laughs> you sold not a single copy of that book the entire weekend. <laughs> wink, oh, wink. No, I'm, I'm fucking with you. Sorry. No. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, I mean, long story short is I, I now I now owe more in taxes than Amazon, <laughs> who has sold more books of mine than than I've sold, oh, and I have to pay more taxes on that. <laughs> when you're a when you're a big business owner, you, it, sure, it, all of the money that you make mm-hmm. goes trickles down into the working class. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> Well, remember, <laughs> we live in a golden society. Oh, yeah, we do. That's oh, right. It's, Rich it's get golden fan. parachutes. Everybody else gets a golden shower. <laughs> uh, but selling things, selling things at a convention is exhausting. It's got to be like, a special level of hell. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it really it is does. a special level of hell. And I'm se- I'm trying to sell stuff. My my book is a, it's a kid's book. So I'm trying to sell things to kids and their parents by extension. Basically, I'm trying to make the kid ask the parent to buy the book. Which usually works out pretty well. You just tell the kid about the book and you get them excited and then the kid wants to buy the book. It doesn't always work very well sometimes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> because there are a lot of there are a lot of people who they get uh they'll you know get a they'll win a free ticket to the convention or they'll go hey this is only going to cost me like 20 bucks to get you know my 37 kids in and the second they are presented with hey thanks for paying to get in here now give us more money wears yeah (laughs) yeah they they get a little they can get a little upset how dare you try to sell things to kids i'm sorry I'm trying to sell my book. That still remains it's, to be the only convention I've been to where my credit card got locked up. Like my debit card <laughs> got locked up after buying a couple of things. I'm like, what? all right. But because a lot of the vendors that are there are from other states. And so oh. when, they, oh. when they see your credit information bouncing around from like Vermont to California over to like, like, Wisconsin or something like that. They're yeah, like, those uh, that, something's that going on here. So well, just count your blessings that it didn't bounce like to Nigeria where you could have gotten the letter saying that you won the lotto nine billion dollars. <laughs> oh, if we could only be so lucky. You know how many of those emails I've responded to? Not one has come. Not one. Oh, speaking of which, I, I I did get another one of those, we know what porn you've been watching kind of emails that came in, but Uh-oh. this one was slightly worse English. So oh, it's like, yeah. we know what jollies you've been giving yourself in the proper time where you're sh- eating. I'm like, no, if you were distinct enough to say, like, we got a video of you wanking in the shower. I'm like, okay, that's pretty specific. You know, it's like, yeah. Even though, even though that's a guess. Sorry. Yeah, I'm waking <laughs> in the rain. <laughs> well, where, what else are you supposed to do in the rain? I mean, really. <laughs> don't don't ask. Don't ask. Don't ask. There's always something. There's always a, there's always a something. Um, but yeah, I I spent the last uh, two days, like 10, 12 hours each day, uh, doing nothing but just talking to kids. Buy my book. And I want to die. <laughs> Buy his book. <laughs> and then you have to come here and do this, goddamn. And then I have to come here and do this. Uh but no, it was it was actually it was a lot it, it was a lot of fun. Uh they had things they had things set up. They had like a scavenger hunt for pe- for for all the guests. For all the all the people who came in came in. 
Uh, they check in, they get a sheet of paper with the names of all of these vendors, and you have to go find them. And then we have to then, you know, ask you questions or, you know, ask you to sing a song and then give you a little stamp on your card. And once you get it filled up, you go win a prize. So it's actually a really fun way that this convention encourages people to actually visit the booths. (laughs) That's cool. It sounds sounds a lot better than the Star Trek conventions I, I used to go to when I was in college. Oh, those are, yeah, those weren't, those weren't real conventions. Um, those were just people in costumes. <laughs> <laughs> well, if, I mean, if you're cosplaying a Ferengi, why not have a fucking merch booth set up somewhere? Sure. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this was before Ferengis, man. They didn't, Gene Romberg didn't even have this idea until the, until the eighties. The 45th rule of acquisition is. <laughs> oh, you would, you would. You would think that that people would be okay with with stuff like that, but God, some of these, some of these, some of these parents, and it's it's just the parents. Occasionally, yeah, this, is, this is Utah. Remind everybody, this uh, is Utah. This is Utah. Occasionally, Where free it's a activities kid. get ass loads of people going to them, but not a single like not a single drop of blood coming from that mm-hmm. turnip at all. No matter how hard you squeeze yeah. it. So you every now and then, God damn it, every now and then, every now and then, I would get a kid. Every now and then I would get a kid, come up with this little, with this game card, and you're like, okay, let me start asking you some questions and use your imagination to think stuff up. And the kid's just like, um, no. Can I just get a stamp, please? He needs a stamp, like, no, fuck off. <laughs> come on. Like, I know you're not going to buy anything. At least... No, you're just going to be a little shit. Fine, take a stamp, go away. Maybe you should have had some Girl Scout cookies there, man. <laughs> no, because that would have been more, more money spent. <laughs> yeah, I would have had to pay for the booth and then the cookies. <laughs> so, Joe, what about yourself, man? You been up to anything this past week? Anything yeah. interesting? We had snow on Thursday. In L.A., guys. Snow Holy in- crap. <laughs> that, that's normal, oh. right? That's normal. Yeah. That happens. And we're not talking about like Bing Crosby and Danny Kaye and White Christmas singing about snow on the train. It may have lasted only about two minutes in the part of the town I part of the city <laughs> I'm in. Oh, there's got a nice little dusting, you know. Oh, and the other thing, I did my income taxes. <laughs> oh, are you? Hey, so are how, you? Yeah, are you, are you not you getting anything this year? back? <laughs> <laughs> well. I got a big tax cut, guys. I got ninety-five whole dollars of a tax cut, and my tax man told me, "Hey, that's enough. Like you can go once a month to McDonald's and get a supersized Big Mac meal." My refund—I actually got a refund, a hundred ninety-eight dollars, which is a severe slice from what it used to be. Lots of my coworkers, though, are getting, shall we say, a salt id. They're <laughs> owing a couple thousand. See, I, I lucked out, and yeah. since since Trump was at least gracious enough to double the child tax credit, uh, I I actually got a return this year. But if I didn't have kids, I would be paying a considerable sum of money <laughs> back to the federal government. You have my sympathies, X. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, that's that, the least, that they, tax, least they can that, do. That, yeah, that tax cut's working out real well for us. <laughs> you know, middle class people. Yeah, oh yeah, wonderful. Okay, so let, I'm going to get to what I went through this whole week, and uh, I went to Disneyland. I went to Universal Studios on vacation for like a whole week. The hotel was nice. We were staying like five minutes away of, of a walk from where we were to the actual park opening at Disneyland, which beautiful park, very well put together. Like everything was nice and quality. But why the fuck does everybody make such a big deal out of Disneyland in general or Disney World? I, I haven't been to Disney World. I've been to Disneyland. I, I, maybe it's because the history behind the place. I don't know. And it was like one of the first like big American theme park kind of things, but it's not even that. But I don't get it. <laughs> I didn't fucking get it the whole time I was there. And we went in the off season. February is very much off season when we went there. And we, we did the primary of our like three day visit that we had there in on days where there were shouldn't be that many people there. There was still a fuck ton of people that went to Disneyland on those days. Oh, yeah. Admittedly, it's always going to be. It's always going to be a little bit crowded. Yeah. Going to California Adventure, there's less people there. So you're able to usually get on stuff a little bit easier because you have the park hopper passes and it was kind of nice. But it was way too fucking expensive for everything that you got to do. It was. I I don't understand people that make this their lifestyle. I, I don't know why people like make going to Disneyland, like a life changing kind of thing. Like we need to go every three months. I have people I know that go like every three months to Disneyland. It's like, Jesus Christ, why? Yeah, uh, <laughs> they, they do sell the annual pass here, but you have to be living in the Southern California area. Yeah. And it's a reduced price and it's good for the whole year. Now, and I can understand that because I buy the yearly passes for the amusement park we have here in Utah. And that's only like a like four mile drive from where I live to go there. And it's essentially the same goddamn thing. But like the fast pass system was just utterly stupid. It was just fucking stupid because it's like, oh, hey, you have a fast fast pass and you paid the extra so you could do it on the app. It's like, OK, great. I'm going to plan out my next ride. OK, I planned out my next ride. You have to wait an hour for that. And then you can only like put in the next ride fast pass. After you've gone on that ride or, you know, after like 45 mm -hmm. minutes or something, it's like, and then the next ride I want to go on is another hour and a half away. So it's like, only thing that you're saving me is having to actually stand in the queue. That's all that you're saving. Yeah, I'd rather stand in the queue for the most part. I don't, I don't fucking get it. And <laughs> anybody that's willing to stand in a queue for 60 minutes, 80 minutes. And I saw that the cars ride at California Adventure had like a six hour fucking wait. I don't understand anybody on this planet that would wait six hours to ride like a three minute thrill ride. Try voting here in Los Angeles for <laughs> your with a line last November. Okay. I got in line at six AM. There were I didn't realize we had around a thousand people in our precinct and only one precinct book. Mm. And we only had two booths, and you had to sit there and wait, and wait, wait your turn to vote. <laughs> well, it wouldn't be so bad if you'd all stopped voting twice. <laughs> and getting those illegal immigrants <laughs> to vote for you too. I mean, Jesus Just, Christ. Yeah, quit busting all the quit busting all the illegals in to vote. Yeah. 
But bringing all those Canadians down to vote for all these fucking liberals. I mean, stop it. <laughs> liberals? I thought Canada had the new Democratic Party, you know, the Democrat Socialist, you know? Yeah, so the cost of everything was crazy. I got huge fucking blisters on my feet, and which is weird because, like, I decided to eat whatever the fuck I wanted to while I was there. But I feel like it, even though I walked, like, seven miles a day, I still gained, like, 13 pounds or some crazy fucking number like that. and. I've got more. This is going to trickle down for like the next couple of weeks on the show. I'm going to talk more about this because I I just don't understand. I don't understand the appeal. And maybe that's just me. But anyway, we've got a lot to get to. We're going to go ahead and uh, drop you off at our first commercial break. And we'll be right back with uh, more of the show. Hi, I'm God. And I just wanted to make sure to tell you not to listen to Unapologetics on Stitcher and SoundCloud. That's Unapologetics with an X at the end. But, uh, yeah, definitely do not listen to the show. I mean, I swear to me, I, I will murder my son. Uh, well, I mean, I kind of already did that, but uh, don't, just don't listen to the show, okay? Hey, Lucy. Can you not, can you not call me that, okay? We already went over what my name is, okay? It's Lucifer. Alright, look, Lewis, uh, you wanna come with me? I'm gonna go fuck with this guy, Joe. No, don't, don't do that, okay? Can you just leave him alone? Yeah, I'm gonna kill his family. No, don't, don't do that. I'm gonna give him sores all over his body. Don't, don't, don't do that. That's disgusting. And, uh, I'm gonna kill all of his livestock, you just, know. Oh, stop, stop saying things. Just stop. Yeah, I'm gonna blame the whole thing on you. <laughs> uh, Alright, let's go, bud. Remember, don't listen to Unapologetics on Stitcher and SoundCloud. Hey, definitely listen to that show. It's awesome. It's really cool. He's really a dick. I heard that. What is this mac and cheese? Is that a black thing? It is a black thing, Pat. It, it is. is a black... Listen, and you guys, other people, other, the world needs to get on board with macaroni and cheese. Seriously, I just... Okay, Christmas. And Thanksgiving, we have to have macaroni and cheese, and it just, it trips me out that you don't. I really don't. <laughs> I don't, and I have never. Pat Robertson is back. I mean, amazingly, he's still doing still, the 700 Club. Still kicking. Whatever the fuck his show is called nowadays. Oh, it is still the 700 Club, according to the article here. Uh, thanks to him and Meta from the Friendly Atheist for sharing us this video at the proper timestamp, because I am not about to sit through 46 <laughs> minutes of... of <laughs> Pat Robertson's show. Thank you. Thank you. Stuff, so. No, please. So on this uh on this episode of uh the 700 Club from February 21st, 2019, uh Pat Robertson was asked whether or not Jesus was gay. <laughs> well, he did Which hang around. Well, he did hang around with, you know. Gay, so I mean, you know. It's there so, wasn't there wasn't uh, let's just say, I mean, he hung around with, you know, 12 or 13 other guys. Uh, one one woman, and there wasn't a lot to do, so we can we can draw conclusions. Yeah, yeah they were the... they playing poker. Yeah, there was those, lots of poker. Who, I mean, he the the wine flowed freely. Those I, who suggest this uh this theory point to a Bible passage that talks about a quote disciple whom Jesus loved, or a joke about how the unmarried Jesus hung out with all of those men. <laughs> So Robertson doesn't address any of this. So instead, I'm I'm gonna let him talk instead of me talking about this. So I was gonna read it out, okay. but I was like, you know what? We got we got the ability to put video in here. 
we might as well. So here's here's Pat Robertson. This is Natalie who says, I have family members thinking and saying Jesus Christ was gay. Where are they getting this from? Are they just so away from the truth of the Bible that their thoughts are mistaken? What part of the Bible should I tell them about to help them with this misconception? I have never seen anything written in the Bible that would prove their thoughts and comments to be true. There's none whatsoever. You know, I hate this. But he's hanging out with all those guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's there's actually none that go either way. Yeah. All right. So I'm in the dog. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. You see, but the homosexual agenda has gotten so pervasive, it has taken the thought processes of colleges, universities, all the way up and down the line, the bath. Oh, so there's two very specific. <laughs> Examples that you brought up here: <laughs> colleges and universities, and everything else in between. Is and everything that, else in between. Wait a second. Does that mean Pat's own college and university and law school have? The <laughs> no, no, because those aren't real colleges and universities. No, those don't count. <laughs> <laughs> but he he goes off on another path. Hang on. Bathrooms and all the transgender and so forth. And I, I just Trans, think trans, it is a lie is from the devil. Jesus Christ, uh, you know. Sorry, let me keep him, keep me in the pause. Let me, let me rewind that because the transgender. Who is the transgender? Oh, that's a good way of shortening it. That's a good portmanteau, you know. <laughs> the trans, uh, the transsexual, or I'm sorry, the transgender. Sorry, not sexual. The transgender agenda. The transgender. Transgender. Agenda. That works. Yeah, I like that. Transgender and so forth. <laughs> And I, I just think it is a lie from the devil. Jesus Christ, uh, you know, was the perfect man. He never. <laughs> okay, well, big brawny arms. No, no, no. And a 13-inch cock. Yeah, we know. We just want to point out that there was. He couldn't. Now, stop and think about it. Okay? I mean, mom, mom, uh, her, her, she, she gave JC uh, all of her chromosomes. And I don't think the big G gave any chromosomes so that means that probably jc was the first ts you know that that's that there is i mean yeah that's kind of how I mean, it would work if, with if an immaculate go, conception uh, now and i'm only saying this because i know i'm going to get shitty comments about it the immaculate conception talks about how mary was conceived not jesus so i i just don't want to i want to head this off from the past <laughs> So That's... people don't bring this shit up in the comments. It's like, yes, we know. It's just it's the commonly thing, commonly used thing that we talk about on this. So anyway, the perfect man. Jesus was the perfect, perfect man. <laughs> the perfect man with two X chromosomes. But even if yeah, you didn't, I mean... even if you didn't want to go down the line of you know, <laughs> if God actually impregnated her with something, you could go the. Uh, uh, let's just say if it was a God. Let's just say um, Guardians of the Galaxy two. Where you have the small G god of ego, the ego of the living planet, still had sex with Peter Quill's mom. But we're talking comic book characters, not a fucking savior of the fucking universe. Wait, wait a minute. I'm confused because Peter Quill kind of is the savior of. <laughs> well, no, no. I mean, he wasn't. I mean, he he's totally screwed. Idiot. He totally screwed over half the universe. That's. <laughs> And you listen to Robertson. I mean, you listen to him talking. This guy sounds like he hasn't had, he hasn't had a successful encounter on the toilet bowl for the past ten years. <laughs> it's like, uh, 
you know. Now, now hang on, I do a lot of business at the toilet bowl. Which one are we talking about here? <laughs> what kind of transaction? Pat <laughs> Robertson on the take toilet. your pick. He's in the bed on the toilet bowl. He sounds like he's straining there from the AIDS. Ugh. Yeah, that the AIDS ring that they're going to stab you with the inward turned ring that has a needle on it and. St- that, that's the same guy we're talking about here, people. Hang on. Never sinned in the whole time he lived, and he obviously wasn't engaged with any relationship with any fellow man. And there's no... Someone's mad for no reason. Someone's so goddamn yeah, mad. so mad, no but what is... Okay, so like JC no, Apostles were the original village people. Right. So there, there are two things. I mean, first, first, uh, Pat said that this was a, a lie from the devil. But there's but there's absolutely nothing in the Bible uh, that you could point to that showed the devil ever lying. That's true. And you've also got the, the fact that he said that he never sinned in the whole time that he lived. Jesus did. Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure that's the that's not true. I'm pretty sure he did sin at some point. <laughs> There's no way he went his whole entire life without any kind of sin. Look, he so. was a 13-year-old boy at some point in time. <laughs> Pulling his butt. Anyway, uh, let's see what else he's going to say. Oh, support for that in the Bible whatsoever. Nothing in history, nothing whatsoever, but it is a fiction that is created by the tiny ma- the minority who are... He almost said majority. He was close to saying majority. He was he close, and he, he, he probably would have been, been closer to correct if he had. Yeah, I mean, we subscribe on Utah Outcast to the 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 idea that you're all a little bit bi. <laughs> you're well, just not well, willing to admit it. <laughs> maybe Pat needs to start eating those jellyfish pills to to boost his brain. <laughs> What's left of it? Brain force, <laughs> or give him some. Uh, God, what is the one that Mike Cernovich was selling? Oh, Gorilla Mind. That's the one. <laughs> Gorilla, my dream. <laughs> or in that LGB, if all those numbers. Letters, yeah. Thank you, Q. The Q for queer at the end. Okay. LGB and all those numbers. Q Now that sounds like the name of a punk band back in the eighties. She had to correct him. She's like, but she didn't even. She didn't even. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a member of the LGB one two three. (laughs) LGB pal. LGB easy as A B C. Easy as don't weigh me. (laughs) And then he, then he finally remembered the. He remembered the Q, and he's like, "All oh, right, the Q for queer at the end." Okay, <laughs> he's like, oh, "Yeah." <laughs> and of course, of course, he left out the T. Yeah, of course, because those people don't exist. That's just weird people that want to use your girl's bathroom. That's not what I really think, everybody. I'm just saying that that's the kind of shit that Pat Robertson says. Jesus Christ, lighten up! But that's that's what it is. There's no no foundation whatsoever. Okay, this is. He sounds so true. This, this is what they said. <laughs> oh man, he sounds oh. like he sounds like Floyd the barber wanting to give Andy a haircut. <laughs> well, those hand that's, those. Sorry. That's a deep. That's a deep cut right there. That's a real deep cut. You know, every one of those Mayberry hair had haircuts came in <laughs> at the end of it. So I mean. Uh. 
you know, Barney wasn't the only person polishing pistols in the town. So. <laughs> is this is this a full service barber shop? Uh, Jim Neighbors would like to come over and talk to you about that for a second. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that shape coming with that? Shazam! Shazam! <laughs> and he says Shazam, and he turns into Captain Marvel. Ah, <laughs> uh, with a lovely singing voice. <laughs> yeah, and he goes Shazam! Shazam! Oh, it's Captain Marvel here. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I meant by a hot shave. One of the one of the Shazam characters, because like, it's an acronym of like all the other like s- superhero abilities, like. Mm-hmm. Like Z stands for like Zeus or something, but yeah. like is one of those like I don't know, thirteen inch cock of Dionysus, you know, kind of. <laughs> I, it's probably a female god. I don't even remember. It's okay. Let's go with Balder, the thirteen inch cock of Balder. There you go. <laughs> Want to get in touch with the Outcasts? It's easy. We're available on most social media platforms as Utah Outcasts. We're on YouTube, Reddit, Patreon, Stitcher, Spreaker. Well, shit, you name it. Uh, you can email us via mailbag at utahoutcast.com. You can always leave us a voicemail or text by using 347-669-3377. Or for those of you who are so inclined, click the Contact Us link on our website, utahoutcast.com, and we'll be in touch. From wave to wave, the ark was tossed and hurled. This tiny boat with the entire population of the world. Then... Just as quickly as the storm had started, the downpour stopped. The big black clouds departed. Old Noah sent forth a dove into the air. Returned with olive branch, forecast, weather fair. Noah ran quickly downstairs with what he'd heard. This was gospel truth. He got it from the bird. The rains had stopped. The skies were bright and clear. Their trip was over. They were here. But where was here? Kentucky. Okay, we got this from the, the Friendly Atheist blog at patheos.com. However, this does come to us also from the same source that uh, him and Meta has here, where we got Dan Phelps sends us, sends us an email every week, but I, I wanted to get the actual article because I couldn't figure out a positive way to spin this thing. And Like we should do every single time, we need to make sure that we report even the successes, no matter how mild they may be with the ARC encounter. It's because, our job to let you know what the attendance numbers are. So because we started down this road, and we have we're to, gonna keep we gotta going. We got to see it through. See it through. <laughs> so anyway, for the second straight month here that Hemet Meta says, uh, there's been a slight uptick in attendance at the Ark Encounter compared to the same time for the previous year. So thanks to the public record request by the paleontologist Dan Phelps, he dug up the numbers. Uh, uh, <laughs> he he brought up the numbers where uh, in. Dis- sorry, January for 2018, using the uh, public safety tax that they had out there, there were 13,250 tickets sold in 2018. In 2019, you have 14,885, which is an increase of 1,600 visitors over the previous year. One question, I, I just this only brings I just have this one question. Yeah. Has the amount that they owe in the public tax gone up at all? Because I know they don't report the actual number of tickets, so it has to be you kind of have to work this backwards by the amount 
Yeah, and see, this is this is what he's this is what he's he's collected and and extrapolated from the safety fee that they got. And so, it's, since it's fifty cents per ticket that they sell, he just multiplies that by two essentially, and you get like how many tickets were actually sold. You know, yeah, unless yeah, unless the unless the city you know bumped the bumped the fee up. I'm curious, nice. how much is the ticket cost to go to this? Way, way too much. Is not, it not Disneyland levels, but we're talking? I think it's over forty dollars, fifty dollars, or something it's, like that. Especially it's, considering it's a, you it's major, it's major amusement park levels. Exactly, that face says it all. <laughs> so, uh, what Hemet here says in the article is that um, the low low overall number isn't that all that surprising, considering that it's still the middle of winter, which is bad for theme parks in general. But keep in mind that creationist Ken Ham has also made a big deal about the new Glice skating rink. I'm, and I'm, I'm, I'm not using what he said. He said ice skating rink, but it's Glice. It's one of those sheets of plastic with like a, a thing sprayed on top of it, so you glide across it. It's, it's, it's like made out of the same shit. Like the the, the just, butcher the butcher block stuff is made out of. Where basically, yeah, it's it. All it really means is they don't need to maintain the surface. Yeah, you don't have to get a Zamboni or anything. So he says it's unclear how many people visited the Ark for the skating and not so much to learn about Noah. Because, I mean, if you think about it, it's a pretty big ice skating rink. And so so maybe some people would want to go there for ice skating. Maybe. Oh, sure. If there's nothing else, there's nothing. Yeah. And he did have like free nights like around Christmas and stuff, too. I mean, but we're in January, so never mind. That doesn't really count. Uh, he says, but I find it hard to believe the rink is worth a mere 1,600, three, uh, 1,635 additional visitors. So let me guess they rented the skates out, huh? I'm sure they did. Oh, I'm sure, I'm they, sure they did. So, uh, slight uptick, but I still don't think near enough to keep those guys in the, uh, in business for forever. So. You're talking Probably about o- only having a, a thousand one one thousand six hundred people from over of what you had last year, considering that you've put in all this new stuff. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see what comes out for February. And February is almost over, so maybe yeah. we'll get there pretty soon. And who knows? Maybe there was an uptick because lots of people were out of work. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine a bunch of furloughed federal employees. I'm sure they really go did. to the ARC. Hey, uh, maybe, maybe, maybe Ken offered him seriously discounted tickets. We don't care where you catch the show, whether it be iTunes, Overcast, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spreaker, or hell, even YouTube. If you enjoy the show, even the slightest amount, all we ask is that you guys give us a subscribe, like, or share us with your friends. Without word of mouth, we'd have never become the show that we are today. So much for the snow beast. Oh, thank you, Mr. Skeletor. You saved us. You really are wonderful! Listen, I am not nice, I am not kind, and I am not wonderful! Alright, so we've got a Rick Wiles video where, if you remember the video that I did the previous week, I did one where Coach Dave was giving Trump a lot of leeway for the fact that he was talking about... Okay, Trump wasn't talking about decriminalizing homosexuality across the world. It was like his people in his party were talking about it and it's like they came up to trump and they said hey what's this about decriminalizing homosexuality he's like what i have no idea what you're talking about so it's just funny that 
they hear this one little thing and they start losing their goddamn minds. And by they, I'm talking about evangelical Christians uh, that support Trump normally. So here's Rick Wiles, and he's going to do a little bit of a finger wag towards the president because he's like, I'm disappointed in you, son. Here we, here we go. I am very, very upset with President Donald J. Trump. And uh, those of you who are Trump fanatics, you can get as mad as you want. I don't care. I am not a political flunky. I'm a preacher of the gospel. And I'm called by God to uphold righteousness and the word of God and the kingdom of God. This headline says, this is NBC News, Trump administration launches global effort to end criminalization of homosexuality. Yes. And so what's the big deal there, Rick? What, why are you so mad about that? I mean, I mean we kind of guess well, because you're yeah, a bigot. Of course, but, I mean, of course, of course. <laughs> I mean, that's easy, but. I mean, and really no credit for that should go to Trump. Hey, this, now, this is something that a lot of countries have finally decided to band together and just be like, okay, well, we need to make sure that this is not a law on the books anymore because A, it's bad for tourism, and B, it's the right fucking thing to do with all of the people of well, the it's, world. It's bad for it's bad for everybody. I mean yeah. that and it's almost impossible to enforce. Yeah, they tried doing that in uh, Nigeria, and there was some yeah. fucking horrible shit that was going on there. But uh, I'm American gonna, missionaries who. I'm going to let Rick continue here. Now, what is the evangelical base going to do? He's got an evangelical uh, board of advisors. I could call out the names right now. I know a lot of them. Good call. But he continues to not hear in a second. But it's just funny to me. It's like. What was the last time you had a presidency where he had a board of evangelical advisors that like were there in the White House? That's fucking gross, you know. That is, well, that is at least Ronald Reagan had an astrologer. <laughs> well, I mean, he's one of those crazy Hollywood types, you know. <laughs> that that chimp did some fucking damage to him in bedtime for Bongo. So, I mean, <laughs> oh god, Bongo or Bonzo? Bongo, wasn't it? Bonzo. 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 Okay, got it. There we go. Let's get back to Rick so I can get past my gaff there. Oh, your name's out. You know who you are. What are you going to do about it? You got access to the White House. Are you going to speak out, Reverend, Pastor, Ministry Leader? You're on the White House Evangelical Advisory Board. Are you notice how he hasn't called a single one of them out? He's like, oh, I know names. Oh. I know names, but I'm not going to say the names because. That might actually potentially hurt my audience, so I don't want to do that. Yeah, I mean, you know, you can't, you, thou shalt not take the name of Billy Graham Cracker in vain. Or in party. Or Ann Graham. Ann Graham Lotz is one of the people that. Mm -hmm. Oh, and don't forget Paula White. Oh, it's Paula White. I was going to make a Paula Dean joke, but I couldn't make right. it work, so. The, uh. the, the, the problem is there's only really one person in that administration that would listen to them, and it's not Trump. <laughs> no, uh, no, that that's right. And so I just it, it I find it funny that what are you going to do, evangelical Christians? Well, you guys are going to continue to lockstep vote for Trump like you're like you do with every fucking GOP candidate mm -hmm. that comes your way. So that's your guy. Are yeah. you going to speak out? I dare you. 
I challenge you. Will you speak out or will you be silent? What are you going to do? Because your silence is complicity. Are you afraid to tell President Trump the truth? Will you, will you tell him that you will withhold political support if he goes down this route? Those pastors shouldn't have Yeah, I can just imagine him endorsing Elizabeth Warren. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, who else, who else are they going to support? Right. Because really? I think the Christians should tell him. You go this way, Absolutely. we're out. We're out of it. You're on your own. Over gay gay people, you know, okay. <laughs> over decriminalizing homosexuality. It's like okay, I tell you what, you go your way, and I'll go my way. <laughs> I got it. I got it. Robert Jeffers of Dallas. Bob Jeffers. There's one. Um, I thought you had lists of these names though. There's a lot of a litany. It's a who's who. Yeah, it's a who's who. There's they're like 40 say, of them. They're not yeah. going to say anything because no. then you have to have a stance of what is right and what is wrong. You know why? No, no that's I, not going to no. happen. No, in no the, the real reason they won't say anything is because. Oh, just wait. Just wait for the fucking oh. turn on this one, guys. Oh, okay. Just okay. Wait. The real agenda is Israel. Mm-hmm. Yes. Wow. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> At least you didn't call us bankers. <laughs> well, they'll get to it. Hang on there. But here, here, here. And they're not going to jeopardize their standing with the White House to get things done for Israel. Yeah, I can see that. That's the real reason. Yes. So they will they will look the other way about sin and keep their mouth shut. But I'm not going to be quiet. I'm telling Mr. Trump, you're going in the wrong direction. God cannot bless your administration. He oh, cannot bless your administration. You- is that what you call this last two years of fucking tumult? You know, <laughs> is, is God's intervening on sure. his? Uh, by, oh, please, please keep blessing the administration. They're doing so well. So on March 1st, uh, we're actually going to get the three different individual sessions where Michael Cohen is going to be talking to Congress about stuff. So, I mean, is that God working through <laughs> in that case there? <laughs> Now, I'm waiting for him to get to the last line here just because it has a lot of oomph to it. So hang on. You are promoting something that God says is an abomination. Yes. It's God's chosen people. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Right. And so they're pushing the agenda because they have control of Washington. They have. Who has control of Washington? Oh, man. (laughs) Hang on. Not, Not the pastors, but it's another. Thing that people question all the time. Yeah, a four-letter word. Control of the Trump administration. Donald Trump is owned by the Jews. <laughs> are you kidding? Are you kidding? We, That's what he are just... you kidding? Look, we trade the son of a bitch in for 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 Baltic Baltic Avenue and um, Mediterranean Avenue. We trade him in for that. I'd yeah, trade him in for a good bagel. Or a good Kanish. <laughs> oh man! I mean, hell, I oh, trade him in for an. I trade him in for an old yesterday's bagel. I would trade him in for a cold fucking latke. <laughs> That's what <laughs> I would do right now. <laughs> I would trade him in for a dodgy bowl of matzah. <laughs> I trade him in for a zonk on. Let's make a deal. <laughs> 
Jesus Christ, man. The Jews run oh. Washington. Yeah. 2019, she, people. Sure. And this I'll is, tell you what, you, you know, there's a sure test on that. You just have you just have all the men drop their pants. All the congressmen and senators drop their pants, you know. <laughs> it's like Donald Trump can't count past 10 without taking off his socks and shoes. And if he drops his pants, he still can't get to 21. Did you know that if you're not a Patreon patron, you're not getting the entire show each week? It's true. We record a whole hell of a lot of extra stuff each week that if you're not beyond the veil, you're missing out. Starting at the $1 and $2 levels, you can immediately gain access to the secret patron shows that some folks need to wait a full half year before hearing. From there, we hit the $3 level where you get additional episodes that we record about once a month uh, where we zero in on an adversary to the show. But for the best value, we suggest the $5 a month level where you get the full uncut episodes that come packed with about an extra hour worth of the Utah Outcast crew laughing at jokes to the rest of the world that most people won't hear or talk about things that only the patrons will get to chime in on. That means that for each month, you get about four additional episodes worth of content for you to enjoy along with the other rewards. The biggest benefit, I think, would be that you get both episodes that we record in one lump sum instead of having to wait for them to drop on Monday and on Wednesday. Look at it as an investment on your entertainment each month. We're much more than the cheap little pizza you might miss out on if you decided to become a patron. So what are you waiting for? Donate today. Check out patreon.com slash utahoutcasts for more information. That is one big pile of shit. All right, folks, we have a Paul and Morgan, not not the good Paul and Morgan, but the no. other Paul and Morgan, the Christian Paul and Morgan. The awful and one. I, I was going one. through their I was going through their videos and they yes, I actually look at their videos sometimes. And this one seemed to jump out right at me where it's a sexy times Q&A that they're doing that. It's interesting to me that the married Christian couple that. I have no idea what they're talking about. Decided to talk about this topic in particular. So uh, I queued it up to about one minute into it. So because uh, I, I don't want to hear them sing their jingle. <laughs> and here we go. So we're clear. We believe that sex is a great thing in the context of marriage. We believe that that's what the Bible preaches outside of marriage. We believe that it is not God's best for us. Yeah, but it's so much fun <laughs> outside of marriage. I mean. Especially like if you were, oh, if if you were if you were gay in the pre-AIDS specter generation of time when like it's just like you're meeting your part, you're getting your partner's name like as the belt buckle hits the ground. Mm-hmm. It's like how wonderful must that have been back then? Like marriage doesn't fucking come into it, there, guys. You know, it's just people having a good old time. Yeah. But they have to have all these fucking Christian hangups about back then. Yeah, it used to be a lot of fun, X. You can't you can't park the beef bus without having the ring on your fingers. Like, come <laughs> on, man. Uh, nothing kills a boner harder than being <laughs> a fucking oh. married couple with kids. You know? <laughs> well, there's something else that does that even more, and that's child support payments. <laughs> or is uh I've been trying to make my swervy moves over the last couple of months. <laughs> when when you have kids that have sleep problems, that kind of kills the mood right there. You know, it's wonderful. Uh, so anyway, back. Not my shit. Let's get to Paul and Morgan. And the Bible makes it clear that is against God's best. That's against God's law. You know, a lot of people also say, well, 
sex isn't even that big of a deal. Like you end up having sex and you're like, this is it. This is what I waited for. I Precisely, because it's not that big of a deal. It's just one of those uh, biological things that you don't get to do until you are um, mature enough to do so. But to to most other people, I mean, if you talk to Marilyn Manson during his time, he's like, well, it's just a blowjob. It's just like, <laughs> it's, it's like a handshake, really. I mean, it's nothing <laughs> else really that's that much different. But these guys that put it off into their wedding day, they are like, essentially, in my opinion, fetishizing sex. You know, they're, oh, yeah. they're making it a taboo, like, ooh, let's, let's wait till we're married to do it. <laughs> <laughs> weirdos i get what they're saying that yeah it's not always fireworks and stuff and that's true it's not sex is not always going to be fireworks and rainbows and lollipops but holy uh, leslie gore batman <laughs> i mean i consider it more of a cleaning your ears out with the q-tip in the naughty way you know the <laughs> oh well, that feels so good uh, both at the same time Yes, yeah. <laughs> itching. So good. So good. <laughs> it is a big deal in the way of it's an emotional and a spiritual connection and bond that you yeah. are making a soul tie with a person that is never supposed to be broken. There is. <laughs> yeah, well, until I've, she starts changing. Um... <laughs> you know, you can. You can add your own lube there. <laughs> mm. Mm -mm -mm. A soul tie that should never be broken. That's not how that works, but okay. Nope. All my ex-girlfriends, that is not. If you would ask them, do you have a soul bond or tie with this guy? They're like, no, no I just wanted to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to eat my pussy and call it a night. You know? I, I, I'm, I'm not convinced that these two ever have had sex. I, I think maybe they have been. not had sex with each other. Do they know what sex is? <laughs> maybe somebody's been riding the Sibian. I don't think she's that entertaining. I don't think she's that interesting. No, she's just. You, you just have to wonder when mom says, I'm going to be in here doing laundry for a while. <laughs> Freedom. I'm not saying that you cannot break those soul ties. I plan on making a video talking about that. So we asked you guys to send us in your questions about sex because why not have a sex education video where we are staying as wholesome? as possible and answering it in a godly manner. First question. Oh. Oh, how the fuck do you answer things in a godly manner? <laughs> I don't know. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Ah. <laughs> Twice. Um, oh, this is a good one. Is there sex boundaries between a married couple? Once. Why don't we ask Roger Stone about that? B before we hear their <laughs> answer. <laughs> uh, sex boundaries in a married couple. Uh, let's just say that I have had partners where certain things were not on the playing field mm -hmm. and you have to be okay with that because it's all about consent, <laughs> but boundaries. I mean, uh, is this one of those matters where it's like, 
I'm the man. You are my cum bucket and you will take my dick whenever I want you to. Is, is that what we're going with here? Because that the biblical like way of marriage, like the ISIS way of marriage, it's like your wife can't say no. And I've seen more than enough Christian videos where they say that kind of thing. So I don't know. Maybe they're going to go down that dark route. Hopefully not. I'm, but. I, they probably will touch it. Uh, touch what? Uh, it boundaries. Once you're married, you have a lot of freedom to enjoy one another. Loving someone else is being considerate of what they want, of what they're comfortable with. I would say that if you try and force something onto your husband or wife that they do not want, that's not being a godly person. And it's also well, called- I don't want you to put that massager up my... <laughs> I was going to say, start with the small diameter, make sure it has a fluted base, and then uh, mm-hmm. use plenty of lube. Lubricant. <laughs> Lubricant is important. And eye contact. <laughs> Always. That makes it mean more. <laughs> when Fred, I burned out my Hitachi magic wand. What will I do now? I've heard those things are amazing. A godly husband or wife. Next question. Is sex fun? Yeah, and you guys had to wait till you're married to do that, you fucking rubes. <laughs> yes. Sex is a lot of fun, and it's worth waiting for. How can I... <laughs> it's worth waiting for? <laughs> the 40-year-old virgin strikes again. Okay. <laughs> nice, nice pump and dump there, guys. Prevent the wedding night from being totally awkward and embarrassing. I don't know. Have sex before you get married. Yeah, that's a That'll good way keep to do it. From it. Being awkward and embarrassing. In fact, if you do it enough, you might get to the point where, like, you get married and it's your honeymoon. You'd be like, "You want to?" No, I've had a really long fucking day. Like, if you do the tradition, I'm not saying traditional marriage, but if you like do all the marriage things where, like, you have to go to all the events and have the uh, reception and all that shit, it's a long fucking day. You know, the last thing yeah. you want to do, especially after your wife or your whoever identifies as female if that's what you're the kind of partnership you're in has to take off all the makeup has to take out all the shit that's been put in their hair has to take off that fucking dress that you know no matter how nice they make it look it's not comfortable to wear (laughs) (laughs) last thing in one is like hey can i put that there like no no i'd rather not i just rather would go to sleep that'd be great (laughs) maybe in the morning maybe in the morning Have grace for each other. Communicate. Paul and I went to premarital counseling and one of the sessions we just talked about, you know, our expectations for the wedding night and what it looked like. And, uh, (laughs) what? Praising there, Paul. I mean, Morgan. Praising there. Did I hear her say ew at the wedding night? Like what Paul and I went to premarital counseling and one of the sessions we just talked about, you know, our expectations for the wedding night and what it looked like. And uh, like, what was he thinking it was going to be like? What was I thinking yeah. it was going to be Communicate. like? All I know is it's going to be one of those things like, so is that right? Is is that OK? Is that com- oh, does that hurt? Are you OK? <laughs> Should I stop? <laughs> I can so, just imagine all the weird questioning that happens. Wait, like, so, oh, so see, this is what so, happens when you don't read penthouse letters. No kidding. Married. But it really just sounds like okay, so so pre pre marital counseling, that's that's just like sex ed. Right? Yeah, d- didn't you have that in like fifth grade or whenever you're supposed to have it? Oh, no, not, we didn't. Not real, not real we sex didn't. ed. Are you kidding? Oh. 
We, no, we did no, no. <laughs> the John Birch Society made sure we didn't have none of that dirty sex education. Oh no. no that God, was goddamn you Kellogg. <laughs> no that don't put any fluoride in the water. Oh come on. Hey, that'll take some of the pressure off. And you know, it'll just get better over time. Yes, definitely talk about sex with the person you're going to marry. But I would say, first of all, be very careful of when you start talking about it. Don't be talking about sex all the time with the person that you're dating. There's no reason for that. Other other than the fact that that's the person that you want to fuck. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> sure. Maybe just bring Don't it up. Talk about it all the time. Bring it up every once in a while. Be like, "Oh, I can't wait to marry you so hard." <laughs> marry you I all mean, over your face. <laughs> just, yeah. No, talk about it. Bring it up. It yeah, doesn't you can matter. Suggestive, you know, like, why are you eating those foot long hot dogs with a tiny bun? You know. What I mean? <laughs> you know. Yeah. Bring. Make sure. Make sure your kinks are are known and are out there I've before you get to that point. I've been married 17 fucking years and I still make giggity giggity comments like every fucking week <laughs> to the point where she's like, God, do you ever stop? And it's like, not until giggity. You know? <laughs> then setting the boundaries to not have sex and then sticking to those boundaries. But when you're engaged and you're going to premarital counseling and you have someone in there, you know, <laughs> Freezing. Guiding you guys, like that's wait, okay. Freezing. Right time to talk about it. Freezing. When you have someone guiding you guys, like guiding you. Okay. Think what you do. You someone's holding the shaft and like, okay, now push. <laughs> I don't know, but they're they're Mr. Hole. Oh, it's Mr. Pre premarital counseling Mr. sounds hot. <laughs> now, just so you know, just so you know. Your penis is going to go up a bit in there. The, the <laughs> vagina goes up when you're doing it in mission. <sighs> Just be careful. Next question. How can I manage to wait for marriage? Don't take physical boundaries lightly. Be very intentional with them. Talk about them. Be clear. Write them out. Because the more casual you are with them, the more likely you're going to just continue down this road of crossing this, crossing this. And suddenly you've slept with each other and you were well-meaning to start out with. The natural progression when you really are attracted and like someone is that increase of physical. Wait till you're ready to get married before you start, you know, dating seriously. Don't. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> you. Wait until you're married. After you're married. <laughs> that's what they edited to make it sound like. I think that's a bad edit on I, their part. I, but Yeah, that's a terrible edit. <laughs> well and th these are the same kind of people where like you're not supposed to hug each other full on like front to front kind of hugs they're like give me that christian side hug kind of thing oh, yeah oh the good old side hug make sure make sure I'm make sure that make sure the the area doesn't line up it always makes me want to wave the white flag of surrender <laughs> Oh, we love these guys. These guys are just, just. Oh, this is soul sucking. So terrible. <laughs> Try to so reason terrible. with your boundaries, like set them and stick to them, and trust that the Lord put those boundaries in your mind and your heart for a reason. All right, here's the big doozer. I feel kind of uncomfortable <laughs> answering this question, but fucking phrasing. 
God damn it. Paul, how do they come up with this? I mean, this sounds like stuff that would never wind up in an episode of Happy Days. (laughs) Here comes the big doozer, said nobody ever to me. Nope, but, you know, my doozers never built a town that the fraggles come by and eat up, you know? <laughs> my doozer bigger than your doozer, my bigger doozer, yeah. Uh, I'm go visit the trash heap after this. I got some aggression to work out. But it's just been asked a lot. A lot. Is oral sex wrong? <laughs> In a marriage. In a marriage. <sighs> Morgan, Go. <laughs> No, that's telling that the guy's unwilling to, you know, jump oh, out. Oh, of be like, course he is. <laughs> of course he's unwilling. Like, I only when I have to. <laughs> that's what it sounds like. Guys, again, we are talking all about this in the context of within marriage. So don't misunderstand us, okay? Yeah. Um, don't be doing that. And the fact that they have to be childish about it. Just tells me that they have not grown up enough. They are, they are so, so, so childish about this. It's just infantile. Like there's, there's, there's making jokes about it. There's giving entendres when you're talking to someone else about it. But then there's this where you're like, (laughs) uh, it's okay. We're going to talk about sex now. (laughs) In other words, no lip service. Mm, there's no lip service there at all. What it what it does sound like is that these people just knows there's no foreplay at all. At all. No. Before you're married and saying, well, we haven't no, had play, sex. We've just done friend. this. I, you know, in my past tried to reason certain things, certain physical things of, oh, well, this isn't really sex. Like, no, guys. Oh, but loophole. It- ah, don't tell that to people at BYU. There's a lot of people that get laid on that whole loophole. Thing. Oh, yeah, they do. <laughs> Or they do soaking, which is the other weird one, where it's like... <laughs> they have so many weird loopholes. Uh, Joe, there. have you ever heard of soaking? Have you ever heard of that one? <laughs> For people that might not be in the know on this one, it's just where you you park it. You park the beef bus in the, the, the moist cave, mm-hmm. and you just leave it there. There's no thrusting, there's no wiggling, there's no happy joy time. It's just there. Because because God is a T-Rex. <laughs> if you don't move. I can't yes. see that cock moving. <laughs> yes. I, 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 but I'm sorry. When I think of Soki, I think of when I was a kid and they used to have Soki toys. Oh, no. And I wouldn't put a dick. I wouldn't put a. <laughs> I wouldn't even put a Dick Tracy doll in, in the cave if you catch my. <laughs> yep. Is oral sex allowed in marriage? Is it okay? Again, I think it comes back to, is your wife or husband okay with it? Do they want it? <laughs> um, and are you okay with it? <laughs> the answer is yes. Yes. And you should be. <laughs> are they going to ask about candy pants and candy underwear? I don't no, know are you kidding? I don't even know what Not those are. Two. God. Um, when it comes to that, some people may have convictions in their heart. You know, the Bible says whatever cannot be done in faith, whatever's not done in faith is sin. And if you have a conviction in your heart. So pooping, pooping without conviction is a sin. (laughs) (laughs) What if another body part has that conviction, you know? Oh, there's the some mind conviction. is willing, but the flesh is weak. <laughs> what kind of conviction are we talking about here? That's, that's right. Keep Mr. Pay Peak's wicky clean. 
or Mr. VD make it me? No, I, I shouldn't be doing this. Don't do it. But if you feel like ah, it's within marriage and we both, it's, it's pure to us, I don't see anything wrong with it. Yeah. Next question. Does That wasn't even a very good answer to that other one. It's like, oh, no, it was a terrible answer. <laughs> this is going to be the last one we give them. Does sex hurt? <laughs> Not if you're doing it right. Or maybe. Well, I mean. Uh, I take that back because if Felicia was here, good God, she'd be like, it better. <laughs> <laughs> It shouldn't, I mean, not, it shouldn't, not all the time. It shouldn't hurt all the time. But, Unless I, I you mean, safe word. there's, you have to define your limits. I mean, you don't want to be like Pinhead and be like, we have such delights to show you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just remember, <laughs> Richard Nixon want- had a seat deep throat five times to get it down pat. <laughs> hey, and he had to see. You know, I feel like campus. sex education oh, sorry, and I'm just like learning. Up. What were you saying there? Oh, I said Richard Nixon had to see deep throat five times to get it down pat, and he had to see it ten times to get it down checkers. <laughs> With it. Yeah. Next question: Does sex hurt? <laughs> hey. <laughs> You know, I feel like sex education and just, like, learning the uh, nitty-gritty things about it, like how to, you know, in the marriage bed, get turned on, and how to make sure that you guys are both ready is very important. Yeah, there's a place for reading up on sex. Yeah, definitely. So don't... But don't do it here, because this is this is Christian and family-friendly. Mm-hmm. 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 What the fuck? Don't be afraid to like look into like wholesome sex education books. There are definitely Christian written- Or just watch the Utah Outcast for a week. <laughs> we'll, we'll learn yeah. We'll learn yeah. Written yeah. books out there that go through the nitty gritty details of how to prepare yourself and and be safe and healthy when it comes to sex. You know, ladies at the very beginning your body is getting used to something that it's never done before. It's getting no. used to something. Well, I mean... Not even with a cucumber? <laughs> I was going to say that there's lots of things that you can mess around there's with. Lots of ways to, there's lots of ways to get it re- get ready. Yeah. I mean, guys, we have Mr. Soapy washcloth. I mean, that's... that's <laughs> most people's first love right there. <laughs> so, yeah, it might hurt a little tiny bit, but... It doesn't last forever. It definitely should not last for very long at all. So if it does last longer than like maybe two or three times, go to a doctor and get checked out. What if we- Paul's just standing there like, um, I have a dick. I have nothing to say about this. <laughs> it shouldn't last very long. Phrasing. Oh, damn <laughs> Another it. phrasing. God damn it. <laughs> a guy doesn't love me because I committed sexual sin before. Fuck him. Fuck him. <laughs> I mean, don't. I mean, yeah, don't. Yeah, withhold that. But like, don't date that person. I would yeah. say um, this is just a raw answer. I'm not trying to be politically correct. When it comes to maybe the guy has saved himself and he's you know dating and he finds out the girl is not a virgin, that can be really tough for the guy. Shouldn't Even be. if he's not a virgin, shouldn't be. Because it shouldn't be because it's not about you. 
Yeah. Hey, how about that? People are allowed to live their life as they want to live it. You know, it's like, and if you're hung up on the fact that maybe they've had sex before with somebody else other than you, you're the one with the problem there, buddy. Mm -hmm. Not the person that had sex. It just can't. I, I have a friend who was like, I just don't know if I can get past that. For other guys, when they encounter that, if the girl has, you know, asked for forgiveness and she desires to be pure until marriage from that point on, he can forgive her and look past it. How fucking gross is that? Fucking Christianity, man. Seriously? Uh, yeah, I, I'm sorry, but there's nothing to forgive. That's bullshit. And from my experience, it tends to be the guys who have slipped before marriage. Oh, usually. Of the That's usually the way it works. Um, so I don't think that any man, whether that he's saved himself from marriage or hasn't, like, I don't think that he has the right to make any woman feel yeah. less. Go fucking Morgan. Wow. Yeah, that's there actually you go. Good. Finally, she says something like of asshole. value. <laughs> you know, you're, you just made your husband look like a complete dickhole, though. That's really funny. Well, that's fine because he is. Yep. Phrasing. Now that she has had sex before, but has repented and asked for forgiveness and is saying, I am saving to myself now until marriage, like they have no right to make. You and it's gross again. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, you know what? That's enough of that shit. We've been at this for about 23 minutes and. Oh, that's way too long. Yeah. Oh, that is a long Paul Morgan video. Yeah. Hopefully you guys enjoyed but that. But I mean, because... hey, on the upside, that's longer than Paul ever lasted. <laughs> hey, yo. <laughs> I'm a bigger hit with the kids than Will Smith in his nice, clean rap. Woo! <laughs> I respect women when I'm on a date. I take them to the park or maybe a museum, and I only try to kiss them if they're ready. Woohoo! What, 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 what is it? What, what? Help out your mom and dad by getting a job so you can help pay for school supplies. Woohoo! Say ho! Wipe your shoes on the mat when you come in the house. Someone just clean that floor. Woohoo! Say what, what? <laughs> well, I must be some sort of sucker because every time I check out rightwingwatch.org, there's always a new clip from Christopher McDonald, the host of the McFiles. And yeah, this is the second, maybe the third one this week that we've done. I can't help it. It's what shows up in my feed, and I feel like I have to talk about it because this guy is fucking dangerous. And it's all well and good to kind of laugh at this shit and kind of make fun of these people a little bit. But then they start doing shit like we're about to talk about here, and it really fucking worries me. So the title of his video here on um, Right Wing Watch News, RWW News, I there's a good YouTube channel out there, rightwingwatch.org, all <coughs> smushed together. Put that together and look up for that channel, and you'll find just about where I get a lot of my clips from, because they do all the hard work for me. Not going to lie. You should support them if you can. Anyway, he's going to be talking about uh, Representative Ilhan Omar, and uh, I'll just let it get to it. So here, here we go. My sister-in-law said something to me this past week, and it shook me a little bit. I'd not thought about it. <clears throat> and uh, Okay, who's your sister-in-law, and why should we give a fuck what she thinks about anything? I mean, honestly, why the fuck are you guys watching this? I mean, because why do you care what X thinks? I'm kidding. I, I very much need you guys to need me. Please watch my show. We're watching TV, and she looked at me and my brother, and she said, you know, she says, what kind of carnage would happen? A lot more carnage than if you would actually speak that sentence right and say, my brother and I. If this woman 
in her anti-Semitic spirit and this hatefulness of Israel and America, because she hates us too. It's not just Israel she hates. She hates America. Can we get past the pronoun game and can you actually tell us who the fuck you are talking about? I mean, I know who it is because I can read. Uh, however, I don't think Chris does very much reading to begin with. And keep in mind, all of this is happening within his brain and his sister-in-law's brain. This isn't actually something that's really fucking happening. She didn't, as a jihadist, put a bomb around her, strap a bomb, find a way to get as close to President Trump as she could, or even Congress. It matter. It would have to be any. It could be any any of the branches up there. Do you know those branches? Do you, do you know m many more than the one that you just listed there? Um, Chris, you got some shit on your lips. I don't know what's going on. If it's makeup. I'm cool with that, but you need to work on, like, cleaning it up a little bit before you put yourself on the camera. Jesus. Anywhere in D.C. that she could cause carnage to officials. And what would happen if she detonated that bomb and people would get killed? Well, what if some crazed white guy that is a lieutenant in the Coast Guard decides to stockpile munitions and and uh, you're going to go and kill all sorts of elected officials, people on news networks? Oh, wait, that actually happened this week. Not this fantasy land that you're fucking living in. I'm not going to see a single word from you guys about this, am I? Sure, I have to tell you, my friend. Um, and I'm having a somewhat of a hard time articulating this because I'm trying to get my head around it as well, that somebody would be that evil. You're trying to get your head around the thing that you're creating out of nothing in your own brain. Do you not see how fucked that is, Chris? I mean, really? You're talking about an elected official that went through the whole fucking rigmarole of becoming a member of the house. And you're going to say that they're planning on going in there with a fucking vest bomb. Are you Have you been watching Homeland? Because that's about the only thing I could think of where you got this from. But what carnage would take place? And there was a solemn feeling that came in that house Wednesday night. It was. And I, we just looked at each other and I, and I sat there numb thinking about this, and I was like, you know, I've never thought about that, but it's possible. Is his head tilted to the side, or is it straight up and down? It looks like Emperor Snoke. <laughs> um, but a solemn feeling came across in your house when you're... Yeah, because you're talking about mass murder of the Congress, or, you know, at least the very least, the House of Representatives. You're talking about hypothetical situations where a lot of people's lives would be killed. If you didn't have some sort of fucking dignity with inside of you, you'd be like, oh man, that's actually pretty fucking dark. Why am I thinking about that? But let's keep in mind, this isn't a threat. This isn't happening. It hasn't happened. And it probably will never happen. They have that place locked the fuck down. It's possible. I can't believe that in 2019 that we're talking <laughs> that a sitting congresswoman in America would even remotely be considered for doing such a thing. The only people considering her for doing this are you guys. Are you and your sister-in-law. That's it. Nobody else is considering this. But you know what? What's really fucking dangerous is that there's going to be some crazy asshole out there that's going to be watching Chris's show, The McFiles, the, the McJustice, or... Okay, he calls it The McFiles, very first line. Second line says, McJustice. Why isn't he uh, naming his co-host McSherry McWassel McCo McHost? You know, doesn't make sense to me. I, I need to start tweeting at ChrisMC44. Be fun. I don't know. I, I don't like drama on the internet. But seriously, man, 
It's all it takes is some crazy asshole to make a video like this, have it get disseminated by other people, and then all you're going to have is some crazy fucking nut job out there that's like, yeah, Chris is telling the truth. I better believe what the fuck he's saying. And I'm going to go tell her what first so she can't go up in there and do that thing that she's not doing or is going to do. She is a, like, progressive Democrat. She's not a fucking vest-wearing, bombing terror suspect. It's only because she's, A, a woman, B, Muslim, and C, not white, that these guys have fucking problems with it. If it was a Christian white white dude, there would be absolutely no problems with that person sitting in that seat. Oh, wait. Let me make sure I put in there Republican as well, because these guys have problems with anybody that's a fucking Democrat to begin with. But they're going to weird fucking extremes here, and it's dangerous. Because she hates the very country that she claims she's representing. No, she doesn't. She has said nowhere at no time has she said any of that shit. Sure, that's dangerous. It's not just it's it's not just destructive, but it's dangerous. It's dangerous to President Trump. It's dangerous to Congress. It's dangerous to her allies. And look. It's not dangerous to President Trump. He's sitting in his fucking White House on executive time. Either that or he's at Mar-a-Lago or he's at one of his fucking golf resorts. It's not dangerous to him. He's nowhere near the body politic at any fucking time because he's too close to his own fucking McDonald's tray in his big sippy boy chair having a good fucking time watching the Gorilla Channel. Even if it's not her, Sherry, she very well could be getting information and getting instructions from ISIS and other terrorist groups overseas. Yeah, because all Muslims talk to the same fucking organizations, just like all you Christians get your marching orders from the fucking Vatican. Really? You want me to go even weirder shit on you? Okay, how about you guys take your orders from the fucking Church of Scientology? Oh, wait, you're lumping all religions together. Oh, yeah, that's exactly what the fuck he's doing right here. You're talking about ISIS, you know, the hardcore fucking crazy ass Islamic sect where they want to kill anybody and they want to start the fucking Armageddon just as much as the conservative Christians in this country want to. The fucking Taliban is over here in the United States. We're just Christians. Oh, I'm so fucking worked up about this bullshit. Just because she's Muslim doesn't mean she's a fucking extremist. It just means that she has a different belief system than you do. And you know what the weird thing is? Most of those beliefs are going to fucking overlap because it's an Abrahamic religion. Because this lady's got her hand in every freaking terrorist organization from here to Saudi Arabia. What is your fucking proof? What? Where? Where? Yo, you're not going to back this up with anything, are you? You're just going to go out there and say this dangerous shit, say something that this person is absolutely not doing, and you're not going to back it up with anything because it's just more fun for you guys just to go ahead and say, oh, you know, I, I have a feeling that this ain't happening. He's talking about a hypothetical situation that he's now saying that she's talking to ISIS and all sorts of other shit from here to Saudi Arabia. You do realize that there are Muslim countries that can't fucking stand one another, right? You do know the difference being between Wahhabism, Su uh, being Sunni, being Shia. There's even more than that. Jesus Christ, how, how do you not know your own fucking enemy? I know so many different sects of Christianity. I know so many different sects of Islam. I know so many other fucking weird-ass religions out there because they're not my enemy, but I need to fight their belief systems because I think they're all bad. You, in the meantime, just to have to come up against somebody that doesn't have the same political structure as you do, and here you are talking about them making fucking bomb vests and bomb threats and shit. 
McFiles, go fuck yourself. Seriously, man, I can't. The rage I am containing trying to watch this bullshit is hard for me to hold in. This lady is evil, and I don't see how she's hanging on to her seat without somebody stepping up and saying, you must go. You must resign. Democrats are not going to do it. I say this to the Republicans. What about Steve King? How about you get the fucking rid of Steve King? If you want to, if you want to get rid of somebody within your own party, that's fine. The Democrats are really fucking good at cleaning up our own house because, you know, that whole like in glass houses, don't throw stones. You don't be the quick one to fucking throw the stones inside the glass house because you might end up breaking your own shit. Yeah, we're pretty good at cleaning up our own fucking messes, Chris. You guys in the Republican Party, the party is more important than the people within it. And that's the opposite for the Democrats. And don't get me started. I fucking hate corporatist Democrats. I hate it. But the only way we're going to progress as a country is if we get rid of every one of those GOP motherfuckers that's in those houses right now. You've got no balls and you've got no courage if you don't hold her to the fire and demand it. They need to demand it. You have no buttholes? Well, how's the poop coming out then, man? That's the most weird shit that I've heard you say so far. I, I know I misheard him, guys. Don't, I don't need the comments going, hey, you misheard this person. Yeah, I, I misheard them because I just had to fucking make some sort of joke because that was terrible. God, fuck that guy. Well, that about does her. Wraps her all up. And it was a pretty good story, don't you think? Made me laugh to beat the band. Parts, anyway. I guess that's the way the whole darn human comedy keeps perpetuating itself. Down through the generations. Westward the wagons. Across the sands of time until we... Oh, look at me. I'm rambling again. Well, I hope you folks enjoyed yourselves. Catch you later on down the trail. All right, folks, well, that does it for this week, and I want to let you guys in on a little joke here. I'm recording this for the second time because I had originally had it recorded, I thought, but it wasn't actually recorded properly because I had to. I forgot to arm the channel on the recording thing that I'm using here. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> the technical difficulties from having a week off, and but I'm glad to be back. So let's go ahead and thank those patrons that support us every month. Uh, so if you haven't already, please make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out on any of the content that we put out. Or better yet, become a patron and don't miss anything. Just like the following. Amber Mulvaney, Cindy Spear, Eric Hall, James Russell, new patron by the name of Madeline Welsh, Michael Stevens, Peter Hockley, Randall Gaz, Robert X. Uh, we have a new patron, which I hopefully don't mispronounce your name at all. It's uh, Andre Skabinski, uh, Ashton Phoenix, CPT Miller 132, Finno 3000, Gary Gurfin, Kimberly Kellogg, Michael Walker, Satan's Little Monkey, Celia Gray, A Light in the Dark, Angela Dick, Anwin Davies, Ardwin, Cecilia Antonio, Darcy Bowman, Dave Lindop, David Hicks, Delroy the Goose, Desire Ward, EJ Allen, Fighting for Secular Freedom, George Green, Lord Katif, Michael Samuda, Mike Bowman, Mike Yoakum, Mr. Bible Pants, Mr. Mahoney, a new patron by the name of Ord Toothman, Patrick Neary, Rosabelle Haddon, at Shaded Sprider, Some Random, The Godless Revolution, Angelica Pearson, Brooke Breitenbach, C. Lynn, Danny Lopez, Jeff Linville, Jacob Bream, Joshua Abadie, Skeptic Mafia, Stephen Andrus, Timothy Smith, Michael Thompson, Michael Lundgren, and then Will Nash. And then we also have Andrew Medina, Brian Ross, a new patron by the name of Grand Priapism. And if your erection is lasting more than four hours, 
Seek a doctor's assistance immediately. Joseph, Michael Lord, Robert, Robert Levine, Roger Bush the Fourth, and Jazza G. We really do appreciate everything that you do to continue supporting us every month. And my God, that list is getting long. And it's so fucking awesome. It's so long I'm getting out of breath when I'm doing this whole thing. So from the bottom of my fat wallowing heart here um <laughs> thank you so much for the for the love you've shown ours shown us and everybody on the show it really does make a difference uh, from the bottom of my heart thank you so much uh before we wrap this up we always have to remind folks that we're okay if you don't have the ability to share your love for the show via patreon there are all alternate multiple other methods people can use to show their support find us on youtube and subscribe there leave us a review on whatever service you catch us on or just shoot us an email or a text this show would be complete garbage without the listeners out there interacting with us. But with that, it's time to bring episode number 238 to a close. And remember, everyone, you're welcome. message, every comment ever made by trolls will retroactively be given a tag with the author's name, location, and full internet history. Fuck. It's time once again for that wonderful segment called Comments from Trolls, and I think this is episode number 51, 52 or something like this. Some crazy, crazy number that we've got this time. Uh, uh, the first, the first comment that I have here 52 is what it says in the notes. Yeah, it, the first one that we have here is from a guy named Jabir Hoke, or Hoke? I don't know. He has all of 22 subscribers, and he says, this is all about a Lady Gaga video I made where somebody was still mad that Gaga did a Super Bowl performance, and they are calling it like a... Oh, they're still mad about that? Yeah, they're trying to say like she was trying to summon devils and stuff, and like even people that saw the Maroon 5 performance said the same thing, and it's like... Well, you guys are just pissed off at rock and roll in general. Like, you're, you're still living that footloose way of things. Uh, he says, if Gaga is a Satanist... Oh, that's what it was, because they said that Ga Lady Gaga is a Satanist, even though she said that she's Catholic so many times. Well, you know, some people think that's the same thing there. Yeah, that's true. But then you are, too. Joke's on them. I am a Satanist. Because um, you are not a Muslim. Uh, okay. I'm, I'm not. You're right. I'm not Muslim. Good job. That doesn't even make sense, but <laughs> sure, let's go with not, it. If you're not, if you're not Muslim, then you're Satanist. Okay, wonderful. So Jesus is not dead yet. Uh, when he will come back again to kill the the leader of the Illuminati, Satan. George, so Sor when, we're getting we're getting deep. We're getting deep, deep into it. So when Jesus will come back. He will kill all Illuminati members, including all non-Muslims. All of them. Just, just all. 
What if I've been paying the fucking jizya tax where it's like I'm supposed to be able to live in the Muslim country? It's like, wait, is he why come back and kill me anyway? You know? Why would why would Jesus come back and kill all the non? What? Well, JC still remembers what happens the last time. He ain't coming back. He'll stay back <laughs> with the Tory with the Howard Johnsons and eat him eat all the how all the Tennessee wheat fried clams that he wants with the Hojo Cola. Now, it, if I remember right, in Islam. Uh, Jesus's other name, well, the name they call him in that religion is Esau, and I they don't believe that he was crucified. They do believe he was a prophet. Yeah, yeah. And I, they don't think he was the Messiah though. No. So anyway, he says uh, we'll be killing all non-Muslims and pigs. Why the pigs? Leave the pigs alone. Well, no, I mean shellfish. Bacon, but oh yeah. And then he's, he warns me at the very end here. So get your ass ready. Like, what is my, don't bring my donkey into this, <laughs> you fucking asshole. <laughs> Yeehaw! Wait, I thought he was just going to kill us. Why do we need to get the ass ready? <laughs> and then uh, we had a, a a handful of people, because we we started doing some Liz Croak and stuff, and it's, it's funny because people will actually drive by comment and... Uh, Kez, Kevin do, yeah. Joseph is this guy, and he's been leaving. He, I see. So on the on the dashboard side of YouTube, you see all the comments come in as they stack in at, at the time codes mm -hmm. and stuff. So I've got all these comments from Kez, Kevin Joseph, and they are within minutes of each other on a slew of different Liz Crokin videos that I put out there. And so, <laughs> I, dude, what do you think is going to happen? You're gonna keep getting more of my sh uh, uh, of the Utah Outcast shit served to you, <laughs> it's like, especially since you watched it and you commented on it. So therefore, YouTube's going give him more of this. Well, I hope I hope he also disliked the videos. That'd be great. <laughs> so the first one, he just goes, "We love Liz, L U V. We love Liz." And then he uh he the next comment, he's starting to get more comfortable in his trollishness. He's like. I'm not a churchgoer. I find self-righteous atheists a bore. Good. Or worse. Okay. Well, <laughs> wait a second. We, we, we got a logic. We, it, it, there's there's it, a logic malfunction doesn't here. doesn't go to church. I, I, I'm I'm trying to get this working through my RAM plates here. <laughs> <laughs> It'll... It'll take a minute. You're gonna be there for a minute. So let me get to the next one here. It's like, yeah. uh, what should happen and what will happen are two different thingies. Oh, that's true. Well, yeah, can't can't argue with uh, that. Re regarding uh, a Liz Crokin video, that uh, this is a different one. This is the third Liz Crokin video, and this is the one that he settles in for a couple more uh, comments that he's gonna leave us here. It's like, love to Liz. All, up, all all uppercase letters here is like L O V to Liz. Uh, I don't think I don't think she's gonna see that here. <laughs> no. And <laughs> Kevin then continues by saying arrests because you know they're they're always touting how many people are going to be arrested for kitty diddling and all that other. I won't say fun activities because that's not fun. That's no. not fun at all. No, uh, no that's not, the wrong not, word. It's not nice to. It's no, not don't nice. don't touch the kids. They don't want your touch. So no. he says. Arrests. Wiener. Well, he okay. was already arrested. Yeah, he he, he got <laughs> he arrested for time. the things he did, yeah. 
Brian Singer, hey. he says, is the next one. Nope, I agree there. Yep. Yeah. That actress. Which, that that's all he says. That actress. Which, which actress? That actress, and then he commas, and then he says Nexium. I don't know what that fucking means. I don't know what that ne- means. Nexium. It, the, the medicine commercial? No, no, no. That the, there, it's it's part of the Q theory. And uh, Nexium is part. It, Nexium is a group that that supposedly is doing the uh-huh. the naughty thing in the basement of the bank of Comet Pizza. Oh. I like seeing the video of him, the guy getting arrested that came out when oh, they what? let him out of handcuffs the and angry, everything. What got me angry about that video is, sure, they cuffed him, then they took the cuffs off. And they let him put his hands in his pockets like yes. everything's okay. <laughs> okay, so he says, Miss Bronfman, I don't know who that is, huh? and That's many Edgar others. Bronfman, who's it, who used to own Earth, used to own Universal Bronfman. Oh, right, okay. He says nothing about the the Patriots owner that got arrested this week for prostitution and shit. Uh, needless to say, he doesn't say anything about any of the other religious groups that have thousands and thousands mm-hmm. of child sex trafficking people that have happened. Against I mean, them. when it comes to craft, I mean, hey, he's got six billion dollars and he had to pay seventy nine dollars at a massage parlor so somebody could do the ding dong thing with him. I mean, <laughs> if I had enough money, he could have at least bought a Venus two thousand. <laughs> but you know, just save I mean that would have been good. Seventy nine bucks. The only the only problem the only problem I have with 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 that whole craft situation is the fact that those the those massage parlors are sex trafficking hubs. They just that though they're they're a problem. They're a problem. <laughs> yeah, but and, and what got me was how Michael Smirconish was there defending Kraft. Yeah. Yeah, no. that doesn't that doesn't that doesn't work. You guys will have to remind me uh if I don't put it in comments and I, I'm not probably not gonna remember, put it in the comments or at least in the, the show notes here that mm-hmm. there was a really funny episode of the uh the Geek Dad report where my friend Brian was talking about going to a massage place like this. Not realizing that it was that kind of place where he was going to, that, that was going to happen. <laughs> and he's telling his story of like getting just a regular massage. And then all of a sudden she rips his like boxers off and she starts like kneading his ass like hard boiled eggs, like just going fucking hardcore into it. And then like she has him flip over. She's like, you want me to take care of that? And she, he's just like, no, <laughs> no, no. I just wanted a fucking massage. <laughs> Like, I'm so glad I belong to the YMCA and I just simply can sit in the sit in the heated pool. That that that'll work for me. Okay, so the he says uh, and many others. That is five. What? <laughs> and then the, the last comment that he has here is you dash dash five thousand subscribers. It's fifty seven hundred. Get it right, fucking prick. Uh, Liz <laughs> dot 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 fifty thousand. I sense envy here. No, I don't fuck. I have no envy towards no, Liz Crocan. No envy at, at, uh, all. at all. I'm telling you, she done got the clinker in her thinker. <laughs> I just. <laughs> she's and, just that's, the, and that's just, you know, that's that's how many. That's maybe how many she has at the moment. But here's the until, kicker. Until her, until her channel is probably going to be kicked off. 
Yeah, I know. They just threw a whole bunch of anti-vaxxers off of YouTube. Mm-hmm. And flat earthers and yep. uh, conspiracy theorists. So it, it they're starting to get all demonetized and shit. And it's like, mm-hmm. cool. And everybody's like, well, aren't you for free speech? Yeah, I'm for free speech. But yeah. it's it's their company, their platform. <laughs> they can do with it what they want. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they finally... This they is finally not, that's not free speech, but get to a day where they're like, uh, Utah outcast, you can see yourself out. And we're like, well, we don't really have any recourse here. Let's see if we can somehow do this on the website. You know, we mm. we have ways of making it work. So, yeah, no envy here because she's got the wrong type of people following her stuff. And <laughs> I'd much rather have smart people like uh, Joe here joining us on shows. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> be like my, I'm channeling Elvis right now, guys. I, I, I need that peanut butter and banana sandwich, and I gotta put on the gig. Yeah, yeah. You gonna just just don't become the Elvis meme where you're like you just die in front of on the toilet with the sandwich in your hand. You know? <laughs> yeah, don't don't take the sandwich in the bathroom. Just don't. No, no I'll take the it'll, sandwich. <laughs> I'll take the perfect it'll, Yeah, it'll wait for you. <laughs> Oh, eating in the bathroom. That's a whole other video. <laughs> we can make one of these <laughs> Brings back memories of college. <laughs> it, it brings back memories of, of being a parent of a young child. Where <laughs> this is the only this is the only safe space I have left. I just want to eat my bowl of cereal. Yeah, you're out Bundy too, just like me. <laughs> As a business owner, your nightmares might sound like this. But advertising on Cats Digital can turn your nightmares into this. Hi, how can I help you? I'll be right with you. You see, Cats Digital is the only true audio anywhere advertising. You'll be talking directly to your customers on any device, any place, and any time while they're listening to music, talk shows, and podcasts. Now that's a great dream. Wake up your business at katzdigital.com. Turn off your laptop. We're on staycation. I'm on TotalWine.com. They have so many rosés, chardonnays, and proseccos. It feels like a real vacation. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, ridiculously low prices. Total Wine and more. 